Everybody, get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Let's go Mets! Happy opening day! A home run by Wilmer Flores? Wilmer! The Dark Knight! Who's Mr. Clutch? Duda! Let's go Mets! It's Jim Brewer's Mets and more. <laughs> hey, this is Jim Brewer. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, Jim Brewer, Mets and more. The more being life, life in general, my life, where I'm at. I'm on the road right now. I've been on the road for too long. This is the longest stint I've been for a while. And during this stint, I've done uh, private shows, played San Francisco, uh, Denver, uh, Illinois, Chicago. Been in L.A. for a record meeting. So during this podcast, we're going to talk about the Mets. We're going to talk about Matt Harvey. I'm, I'm a little concerned for the person, Matt Harvey. Just the, the Matt Harvey, the pitcher of the Mets. And we'll get to that. My record, having so much fun. I can't wait for you to hear it. I got updated details. How I'm trying to create a TV show. And um, family and a lot of good stuff. Missing my dad who passed last year. And I hope you enjoy the podcast Let's go Mets, and uh, let's get started. Getting revved up. I'm in Schaumburg, Illinois. If you, you know what? Every year I sit there and I look at October dates, and the first thing I should do, because I love, love baseball, I should always check to see when the World Series is on and when the playoffs are on. I had no clue the New York Mets my favorite team in the world, will be in the playoffs. So, you know, here I am in Schaumburg, Illinois. I love playing uh, the improv here. I'm working on a new hour. And I love playing here. There's a place called Texas de Brazil. If you've never been to a Brazilian steakhouse and you like meat, you know, turkey, sausages, chicken, filet mignons, all different steaks, you have to try a Brazilian steakhouse. It's, it's unbelievable, especially Texas de Brasilia. I got to say how the, there are chains, but hands down to me, that's the best one. That's, that's the only one I've been to that I was satisfied every single time I went. So I'm hopped up about the Mets. I am going to the game Monday and hopefully the Mets will sweep them and we won't need to play Tuesday. But right now I have Monday and Tuesday uh, tickets lined up for me and my family. We will be there. We'll be on the uh, third base side, a couple rows up. And, you know, I started, I started looking at this team and, you know, the whole Matt Harvey thing. Let me, let me tell you my little take on this, Okay. People forget that ball players are human. And I mentioned this in August. I look at his face 
Matt Harvey's face, and I see, don't admit, maybe I'm being judgmental. I'm just being observant. Uh, and, and a little bit of weight gain, to me, I relate that to booze. I don't care what, I just, it's the structure of the face. His face is swollen. To me, that's booze or, or something. When, you, when you're, forget, forget the regular season. All right, the regular season's one thing, but when you're in the playoffs, you're one of eight teams left in all of baseball to make it to the promised land. You're one of four teams to make it in your division, and you miss your mandatory workout? I don't care what anybody says. That's not over. That, that, that's. Somebody was up very late the night before. And if you're up that late, you're not sipping wine or having a glass of beer. Something's a problem. I don't care what you say. And I, and I bet you this is addressed during the offseason. And I give C.C. Sabathia so much credit for bowing out right before the playoff start. He's a Yankee ball player, the star. He had a tough year, but he admitted, I have a drinking problem. I, I, I can't go any further. I need to go into rehab. I'm not saying Matt Harvey needs rehab. I'm saying the guy had surgery. Before he had the surgery, he was the king. He, he, was, he was pretty much pronounced the prince and new king of New York as Jeter was slowly leaving the town and Mariano Rivera and the Yankees, the great Yankees, were leaving. Matt Harvey was the, here's the new leader. And he's a New York Met. He was the original, we're going to start winning. He's the poster boy for the Mets going, we're going to start winning. We need a winning attitude, and I'm bringing it. That was Matt Harvey. Now take that all in account. Now he goes into surgery after he pitches the All-Star game, and he's having an unbelievable season. But now he goes into surgery, and his whole life is put on hold. For a year and a half. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had family members that had surgeries and they give you Oxycontin, which is heroin. That's heroin. Doctors should be freaking put on trial as drug dealers for, for giving away that drug, for, for giving people that drug. You know how many people are, are addicted to Oxycontin? which is heroin. That's a doctor's legal way of giving heroin. They give you that. They should pay for all the rehab and all the destruction it causes. It really disturbs me that you just, here, here you go, monitor that. Are you crazy? One of the most addictive medicines out there, Oxycontin? So here you have Matt Harvey. I'm not saying he had, I don't even know if he had Oxycontin. I bet you he did. And who knows what kind of pills after that he got. 
And now his ego's busted a little bit. You can't tell me it's not when you have a guy like Noah Syndergaard, out of nowhere, Jacob deGrom, and now Steven Matz. They're stars. They're future stars. It's not just one star. It's a team star. The Mets are a team star. Duda shine this year. Granderson shine. Juan Lagares. You have that, that pitching staff. Familia. These are stars. Cespedes, star. Conforto, future star. It just, the stars all over the place. You had that? Bust a little booze. Hey, man, I'm the leader. No one ever writes about it. Hey, what, what do you mean I'm not starting? What do you, what's going on? That's cool. That was cool. Hey, let's have another drink. I mean, how do you miss? How do you miss? A mandatory practice. And I don't know who's around that guy's life. And I'll tell you if it's Scott Boris. Scott Boris is a, is a, I don't know him personally. But if you really care about Matt Harvey, maybe you should step in and see what's going on there. If you're so concerned with his innings pitches. So you can, so you can get your money. Let's not kid ourselves. This isn't about Matt Hart. It's about you, Scott Boris, getting your money as you stick your fangs into Matt Harvey. I remember watching when Chris Farley came on SNL, and the thing that bothered me most was when he came to host... I, I'm telling you, I'm still traumatized by it. I, I, it was such a lesson in life. When he came around, he had people watching him, but everybody knew he had a serious drug problem. But yet, he was still going to host, and yet he was still going to go on, and st- everyone was still going to make their money and, and all that. It all came down to money, money. No one cared that he was dying. So if the case is... Matt Harvey, and I could be blowing this way out of proportion. I don't think so. I mean, I'm a guy who works in the entertainment industry. I've been around a lot of rock bands, a lot of comedians, a lot of actors, a lot of politicians, a lot of ball players. When you miss a mandatory workout, Preparing for the playoffs? Something was going on that night before. And something tells me it's not the first time. Well, I hope, I, I just hope, I'm going to be there Monday. I'm sure Matt Harvey's going to pitch the way he always pitches, like a beast. But I hope that's not the scenario. But I hope people are looking into it. And I hope whoever he circles his life around will be big enough to call it out and make sure he gets help if he needs help. And again, I'm not making accusations. I'm just concerned for the human that is a Matt Harvey. That really... 
And I guess a little bit of the Met fan in me. So anyway, um, I tell you, this is uh, I've, this is the longest run I've been on. I started a tour. Um, I feel like I've been gone a month, but um, I, as I go out on the road more and more, I realize my fans are some of the greatest people in the world. The other night, I did a show in Peoria, Illinois, and these two these two girls. Who I've seen on Facebook. I talk to as many people as I can on Facebook or, or Twitter. I'm starting to learn Twitter. And these girls brought me gifts for my wife. And they brought me things for each one of my children. And they're all cancer-based. And they made these little bracelets that even buy. She made bracelets. I'm opening this thing. And she made a little bracelet for me. And it's just... You know, it's just, uh, it's, it's super thoughtful. It's super beautiful. I had a, a girl in Denver, Colorado. She killed me. She came with her mother. Uh, it was her and her mother. And I love when families come to my shows. I, you, you all need to know. You, you can, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not nasty on stage. I don't oppose that. I love that. I'm not going to lie to you. I love any humor. Dirty, funny, dark, whatever. Funny is funny. I personally love doing shows that the entire family can come to. That's just me. I, I work really hard at, at accomplishing that. And so this, this girl brought her mother, and she was, oh, I brought you, uh, I was at the merch line, and I, she brought me a picture or an envelope. She said, open that later. That's for you. She said, I made that for you. I said, what, what is it? Should I open it now? And she goes, um, eh, you know, might want to open it later. And I just took a peek, and I quickly shoved it back in. And she painted this unbelievable uh, picture of my father. And I just, I just sobbed. I sobbed. And I got to say, I lost my dad last August. And I did really well this year, you know. Everyone handles a loss differently. But this year, when I hit shot, it, this, it, the last two, three months, I'm going to say since the anniversary date of him passing till now has been the roughest time ever. I, I, I think of him all the time. Um, this place I'm playing in Schaumburg, Illinois, I always stay in the same hotel. And uh, I remember bringing him here a couple times and staying here and the things we did and how hard we laughed and the places we went. And as soon as I walked in the room, I just dropped and I sobbed. It's, it's brutal, man. It sucks. It sucks when you lose someone. It just sucks. Yeah, you move on and yeah, you keep striving on. But I, I'm, there's always... For everyone that lost someone, whew, big hug to you because no matter what face, game face you put on in public, that open wound stays forever. And I have closure with my stuff. I have closure. But I tell you, whew, it's brutal at times. It's just brutal. But this has been a long run, and I, I, I'm, I've been fighting a little bit with depression. You know, I don't, I don't do well past 
six, seven days with, without my girls and without my wife. And, you know, it's just, it's, I'm glad I'm coming to the end and I can't wait to next week. I'm off all week. Um, one of the things I want to talk to you about, though, this is pretty exciting for me, just for me. Maybe not for everyone, but for me. Last Monday, I flew. To, I was playing in San Francisco, and then on Monday, I flew to Los Angeles. Why? So we can have the big powwow for the Jim Brewer record. Now, this record. Let me. This was the hardest thing ever. Making the music was easy. I shouldn't say easy. I take that. I, I take that statement back immediately. Making the record was beyond, it was freaking amazing. We'll get into all this. We'll get into all this. So Monday, um, I go to Los Angeles and I'm meeting with the record company. My manager was Corey Brennan from 5B Artist Management. Uh, Brad, who works with him. Uh, so a bunch of... You know, I'm talking about my publicist and agents, and we're all on the line. We're all powwow. We're going to listen to a couple songs that just came in. They're mixed, locked and loaded, ready to go. <clears throat> I left there so hopped up. I believe everyone's... And now here's the, here's the end goal for this whole thing. And I want to take you guys along this ride. First of all, I've been working on this for years. And when I say years and years, I feel like my whole life I've been waiting for this moment right here, right now. Right here, right now. I did a pilot for Fox, gosh, 15, 20 years ago. And it was, you know, based around hard rock and metal. And just I've always been trying to sign it live. I did this character, Gunnar Olsen. Uh, in 1999, I filmed my first DVD called Heavy Metal Comedy. I toured for four or five years with a band. So this is something that I've been doing my whole life. I wanted to be able to do comedy and hard rock and metal mixed. Uh, also like a, a family, sitcom-y, fun event that you come see live. You come see me live, it's multi-dimensional. Multi you have the live setting, you have a great theater act, you have great visuals with screens. I open up the show. And it's, it's coming together, but trying to figure this out, it's been taking me forever. And finally, just putting, finding the manager was the first thing, and I found this guy. He's also Slipknot's manager, and... So we came together, he gets the vision. Um, so that's set. Then the record company, and we get that set. Then the producer, this guy Rob Caggiano, who plays in this band Volbeat. Check out Volbeat if you like hard rock and metal. But he, without him, this would not, this would be horrible. And I mean horrible. He, this, this freaking album, I'm getting so excited. So anyway. January is the release of my first single called Old School. April 22nd is right now the date of the release of the album. And I, t I just, 
I've never been so excited about anything. Anything. I love the DVD I made called More Than Me. I love the book that I wrote. And I, th- I, I can't wait for people to hear this. And who I'm targeting. This is who I'm targeting. Everyone with a family. Everybody with a family. I want to be able to come to this. I want this to be... I grew up with 80s metal. And 80s metal, besides just the music, you go see the show. It, really, it was like the Wiggles for adults. It really was, it was the Wiggles. You had laser beams and dragons and things blowing up and, and just cool-looking stage show and, you know, characters. You see Iron Maiden and, and Eddie, the, 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 like, skeleton comes out. And you go see uh, Metallica and they had Doris with the, for the Injustice for All tall. And just, you'll see ACDC and there's bells and... Blow ups of Rosie. That's what I want. This you want. You come see me live next year. Hopefully in the fall, I'm headlining this tour, and I want you to be able to bring your ten year old, your twelve year old, your fourteen. You bring your kids, and we're gonna rock out. And if you liked growing up with Judas Priest, and Iron Maiden, and Ryan James Dio, and Ozzy Osbourne, and here's the thing too. Even if you didn't grow up with that music. I purposely made a lot of these songs where uh, when I'm hoping it branches out into a wider audience. The cool thing is, now I tried I tried one of them out. I tried a couple out on my wife, who's the my worst critic. I, I do not enjoy letting her in hear new stuff. I really don't. She's too She's just too brutally honest. It drives me nuts. But it keeps me balanced. So I let her listen to uh, the song called T- Raising Teenage Girls. And she went, I love this song. Can I please let my friends hear this? And then her friends heard and they start texting me. When is this call? I'm not into this music, but I love this song. Can I play this? And it got me hopped up. I'm so hopped up. So, that is the one thing I really can't wait for. I just, I am so excited and it, it, it drives me nuts that I can't let you hear anything yet. It's, I wish you can hear what I'm listening to. Now, with that said, I have a whole bigger vision. And, and the bigger vision is I want to make a, the videos, all the videos have to be hilarious. To me, these are, this is my home. The funny videos that are going to go with each one of these songs. So I want you to be able to listen to the whole album, but also be able to watch every single video and hopefully laugh hard at the, at the video. So if you know anything about my stand-up and talking about my dad and my parents and my kids and my wife and life and being in the metal, I, I pushed all that into the music aspect. And I want visually for you to be able to watch this, laugh your, just laugh your ass off. But I want you to be able to watch it with everybody. Only everyone can watch this. Kids, everybody. Laugh, laugh. And then that will be more, that will be the first phase. And then we'll have some of those videos for the live aspect. But then... What I'm really hoping for is we create a sitcom. It's only a half-hour show. Think of um, what I would do is Larry David, the Larry David-style show, Kirby Enthusiasm, where it's 
each song has its own lead up to it. So in other words, one of the songs is called Teenage Girls. Well, I'm going to bring into that world of real parenting teenage issues between parents and teenagers and trying to be the parent, trying to balance out that whole thing. You know, you have the other thing. My mom's in assistant living. My father's passing away. And my wife is deep into faith and Lord. And I'm a metal, ex-metal head. And this and then you just real life stuff. The real life stuff that I go through. And that all leads to the garage at the end of the show where it's me and the neighborhood guys playing these songs. So even, even the whole concept of the thing, like I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to wear outfits, although you can mark, you know, you can use this as a uh, proof thing, but I don't plan on, I, I thought about this so hard. I went, do I come out as a character? <sighs> I had such a hard time figuring out a character. I said, you really need a, a band name. And the more I thought about it, I went, you know what? I, it came to me over a year ago where I was just, when I put my headphones on, and I'm in my garage or in the basement or wherever I get to be alone. That's when I always visualize giving a concert. And I still do it like a five-year-old kid. I, I give concerts all the time. I put on my headphones and, it's, and, I, and I pray that's something I get to do until the day I die. I, if I'm the last person on earth, just giving my music selection and my headphones and I'll go away peacefully. And, that, and I'll be a very happy human being. And so that's what this whole concept is. It's like there's the, – the visual part is going to be it never really starts until no one's home and my headphones go on. And, uh, yeah, I got this really – and hopefully through you we'll get to create a TV show and, and an album and tour. And then I, I want to set up all these cool things and I hope you – I hope you like it. I love, I, here's the weird thing. I love it. But I just don't know how people are going to react. That's the, that's the weird part. There's, I just don't know how they're going to react. But when I listen to it, I love it. So that, <clears throat> that was the middle of my week and very exciting stuff. But even more, I got to say, I'm not even nervous. But tonight... I'll be, be performing at the Schomburg Improv in Schomburg, Illinois. And the Met game starts at 9.45, which is 8.45 in Schomburg time. Our show starts at 8. I should be on stage by 8.25. I should be done by 9.30. Done with uh, hellos, meet and greets and everything by 10. And I will get to watch the end of tonight's game. And I have to say, I, all the other years that the Mets were in the playoffs, I was nervous and I was, I was losing my mind. I don't know what it is. I have a calmness about me. I feel very calm. It's just maybe it's because no one expected this. No one expected the Mets to be where they are. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. So... I think DeGrom is going to, this, this, this is when the boys become men. Kershaw, Granke, the Dodgers, they've been here. They've been here repeatedly over the last couple of years. The Mets, 
They're wet behind the ears. DeGrom's never been. None of these guys have been there. David Wright, he's been there. Maybe a couple of veterans. But these new kids? Mats. DeGrom. Harvey. Syndergaard. I'm so excited for them. And I hope we sweep the Dodgers. The Dodgers are a first-class act team. They're a really tough team. But I hope we sweep them. And I have to say, I feel good about the Mets' chances. Let's go Mets, baby. Let's go Mets. I'm going to prep for my show. I'm getting excited because I'm home in two days. I miss my family so bad. You have no clue. Until I'm on the, when I'm on stage and I'm with the people, I feel great. The rest of the day, I have to keep doing something or I fall into a depression. I have to write. I have to (coughs) start working out, which is what I've been doing. Uh, But it's, I'm not going to lie to you, depressing. Depressing to the point where I, I come to tears. And I'm just being honest with you. I'm just being honest with you. I can't wait to get home Sunday. I'm going to see my little nephew. I'm going to see my girls. I'm going to see my wife. Life is good. And you guys are good. Thank you always, always for being there. The comments that you leave me are more inspiring than you can ever imagine. It doesn't take a lot to inspire one another. Just a friendly comment. Just a friendly, love this part of the thing. Love this part of the podcast. I love you. Whatever. You have no clue how that keeps me going. It just keeps me going. So thank you. Thank you for the gifts when you see me. Thank you for the simple hellos. Thank you for all the great comments on Facebook, on Twitter. I'm, t- I'm still trying to figure out Twitter. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I love Facebook a lot more. I, the Twitter thing, I, I don't know. And I, I'm growing with all this. And I have to say the most important thing, which my wife tells me, between the record, the Mets, life, and touring. Enjoy your life. Use it with passion. I'm very passionate about everything I'm doing right now. And, and I'm just blessed. I'm blessed. I don't know how else to say it. I'm just blessed. I'm multi-levels. And I'm blessed to have you listening. Thank you. Have a great night. Tonight's game one. Let's go Mets. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.